Thanks for checking out the Brad and John Show podcast. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Combest's book, Stalking, Harassment, Internet Trolling, A Guide to Recovering and Rebuilding After Online Attacks. It's a great reference if you've ever been the unfortunate target of a social media attack. It's available on Amazon. Just search John Combest. That's C-O-M-B-E-S-T. John Combest, and the book will show up in your search results. Now it's time for another segment of the Brad and John Show. Can you handle it? It is Brad and John. We are on on uh, Egbert, E-G-G-B-O-R-T. Check it out, Egbert.com, or you want to go, go to the radio page, Ed, Egbert, I can't talk this morning, EgbertOnAir.com. I am with John Combest, C-O-M-B-E-S-T. You can check out his website at JohnCombest.com. Okay, you know who it's time for now? Jack Frost. We have to call up Jack Frost, and this will be the last time I'll talk to him. It's sort of sad. Let me hold him in. My phone's not cooperating right. Uh, where is he? He is right here. I type in Frost on my, my list here, and up pops his name. There he is right there. I do this. I hit this, and I do this, and he should be on the air with it. Boy, it'd be amazing if the phone works three times in a row, wouldn't it be, John? We might get it. We might <laughs> three in a row. <laughs> Hello. It's Jack Frost. It's me. Jack, you know who this is. I do. My favorite person. <laughs> oh, no, it's 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 Donald Trump. Oh, well, there we go. Well, <laughs> it's, nice, it's, nice, it's nice to chat with you. <laughs> Jack Frost, one of the, can I call you the lead character of all the characters at Christmas Traditions in downtown St. Charles and Main Street? Would that Would that be a apt description of you? Please do. Even if it's not, it makes all the other characters very jealous, and I'm already on the naughty list, so might as well spike the ball. This is the final weekend for Christmas traditions, a very big Christmas tradition in the St. Louis area. Uh, Jack, give us the rundown for this weekend, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Absolutely. So tonight, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. along historic Main Street. Tomorrow, Saturday, everything kicks off with a Santa parade at 12 o'clock noon, goes till 8.30 p.m. Then our final day, Christmas Eve, a little bit different hours. We start at 11 a.m. and then we end at 2 p.m. with our final Santa send-off starting at 1.30. And if you know the St. Charles region, Main Street is the street that pretty much parallels the Missouri River one street over. Uh, Pretty much from what, the post office south? Would that be a good way to describe it? Absolutely, yes. So about the 100 to 900 block of South Main, you're going to find dozens of characters and caroling groups and all kinds of fun, free activities for the whole family. And very wholesome forecast for the weekend and uh, some rain but the temperatures are looking good jack how are you surviving it has not you know can i tell you something weird i have mm-hmm. i have this thing where i don't like to wear a coat and normally i get to probably sometime in late september early december before i wear my coat i've yet to put on my coat and that's got to be bad news for you because it's too warm for jack frost down here in the st louis area right first of all you bragging about that. I, I've told you this before. I'm going to rename you Advent Calendar because your days are numbered. I, <laughs> listen, listen. Let, let, let's look at the calendar and say that it just became winter officially. Yes. All right. It's like prior to this, I was like a disgruntled Walgreens employee. I am on break. Okay. So let me, I'm just getting warmed up. Pun very much intended. Don't worry. I'm going to make it so cold eventually. You're going to rather listen to to Nickelback than go outside. <laughs> hey, I like Nickelback. Hey, but but and you would. Yeah. <laughs> but today officially is the first full day. It kicked in last night at like nine o'clock or something like that. But today's the first full day of winter. So you're doing like the Snoopy dance, right? 
I am doing, you know, it, it, it's my birthday. Not many people know that my birthday is, uh, is on the first day of winter, as we call it back in my hometown of Frost, Vegas. We call it All Hallows Freeze. <laughs> now, here, last week you said something to me, and I don't think you've ever said this before. You said you don't stay in town here. You go back to Frost, Vegas during the week, and you come, you, what, do you fly back, or how do you get back here? Well, it depends. Uh, sometimes I fly my favorite airline, JetBlue, because, you know, <laughs> I'm very monochromatic. Uh, or then if I'm, I'm feeling, you know, to take the scenic route, I take an Uber. Oh, here we go. Here he's throwing. Okay, now, now, I gave you grief last Friday because you didn't invite me to your thing at the, at the uh, what, what was that thing called at the... At the, uh, the uh, uh, Sundays with Jack Frost and friends live from Freezer's Palace, exclamation point. Yeah, you weren't invited because I have standards, Brad. <laughs> yes, I know that. So how did it go? What is it a good event? Oh, it went very well. We, we got children all full of sugar and they hopped around and then we gave them to their very tired looking parents and laughed about it all the way back to Frost Vegas. So when you say children, you you mean it C H I L L L D R E N is that what you mean? Yeah, that that's correct. <laughs> Extra chill. The chill seekers <laughs> as we like to call them. Did you sell the place out? Almost. We I, it's a very big venue, you know, right. and uh, you know that the children take a very tiny space. So well, you I, look out there and you just see over their heads. When I looked at it, there were like only about seventy or eighty tickets left. So you probably did real well then, right? Oh, we did, and we did a big last-minute push for it. So it was it was a poppin' time. Well, Jack, I hate to say this, but this is probably the last time I'm going to talk to you till sometime in November of 2024. I know. It's going to feel like an ice age, but don't <laughs> worry. Just like Frosty the Snowman, I'll be back again someday. <sighs> you are the man, I'm telling you. You're the man of South Main Street in St. Charles. And um, I'm the snowman. Okay. The snowman. One more time, <laughs> what's the web address if people want to find out more information? Absolutely. STCharlesChristmas.com. Come see us this year and then come back next year for our big 50th anniversary. That's right. This is year 49. Next year's 50. Jack, uh, Jack, appreciate it. Have a good day now. Thanks, Brad. Season's freezing. Season's freezing. The guy is so good. (laughs) The guy is. (laughs) Do you know, do you know anybody who can put themselves in character and and just totally stay in character? You know what I mean? That quickly. I I love how I love how he works with you, Brad. You know, like he like he's quick. Like it's uh, a it's a great improv thing he's got going on there. He is incredible. I want to know what he does. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to know where Jack hangs out that's cold enough. You know, from December 26. I don't know if he's here to celebrate Kwanzaa, but whenever he goes back, I don't know when he. You know, what does he do the rest of the time? Is he just helping Santa? No, 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 no. He's got his own little village up there, in, or in what he calls Frost Vegas, which I find. See, yeah. he's got. What's interesting about it is, I've talked to him for years. We do this shtick where I talk him on on the on the on the air, and he is has an quick, incredibly quick mind because I will purposely try to trip him up from time to time. And he'll just always make me look like I'm the stupidest guy in the world. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He'll come... Well, now, Brad, the bar for that's kind of low. <laughs> no, that's doesn't. what Shelly would say. He if Shelly have... was here, he I'm, just, I'm just quoting Shelly. Yeah, he doesn't have to work that hard. Yeah, he doesn't have to work that hard to, you know, to, to show me up. But a- anyway, um, and you know what? If you've never done it before, it's a really cool thing. You've done it. Didn't, didn't you say you went there? I like... did it last weekend. Yeah, I recommend anybody go down there. I was down there with the kids in the rain, and it was still a great time. Yeah, and and once again, it, it if if it rains, uh, that sort of you know literally yeah. you know throws things into a bad state. But 
with the weather we've been having with the temperatures. I mean, the problem has been, I've been there, I don't know, four or five years ago or something like that. Um, and it was so cold. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. You know, I mean, of course, Jack Frost loved it, but nobody else did. But um, it's really sort of cool. The city of St. Charles has done a lot of things. You know, we need to get Dan Borgmeier on here uh, because Dan is an interesting guy. I don't know if you know this or not. Came out of the advertising business, ran an advertising agency for a long time. Yeah, you told me that. His son is now running it. And Dan's got a lot of things that are going well for him in the city of St. Charles. Obviously, he didn't start Streets of St. Charles, but that thing has turned out to be a tremendous success. They just opened up that new place, Pickle Chicken or whatever the heck it is, Chicklin and Pickle or something, I don't know, where you play pickleball and you eat chicken at the same time. <laughs> Um, and that whole area has just flourished to the point for a long time. You know, there was a, a hotel that went out of business, and then there was Noah's Ark there, and the place just sat there forever yeah. and ever and ever and ever. And now it's turned into a like a real hot spot to the point where um, I'm hearing, and this is sort of interesting because you go back 20, 30, 40 years ago, nobody in the St. Louis County or St. Louis City area would be looking at St. Charles City or County as a role model, but now the people in Chesterfield are trying to emulate the yeah, streets of St. Charles yeah. with the old Saint, with the old Chesterfield Mall. And we talked about this, I don't know, last week, earlier this week, about what Brentwood's trying to do, where they're trying to take that whole stretch of, of Manchester Road between Brentwood and Hanley and turn that into like a whole long road of like streets of St. Charles kind of development kind of thing. So, anyway. And the best part about that area, Brad, is you could hop on the Metrolink from East St. Louis and there'd be a whole lot of cool things to see from visitors in the Brentwood area, right? <laughs> or and you know conversely it, brad you it, could be drawn to the brentwood area and then hop right on Metrolink and go visit some sites in east st louis if you'd like if you, yeah. you know you could be kind of an urban explorer it's a little bit of a stretch from a little bit of a walk from where the Metrolink is um i'm trying to think where they are well no hold on we're trying to think where they're at in brentwood they're right there they're they're right there they're, there's, there's the station there's right there south of highway 40 and where's the next station i think is it sunnan you know where Sunnan is? You know, I do know where Sunnan is. I don't know if there's – you know, I haven't voluntarily been on the Metrolink in years, Brad. The last time I was there, I went to a pro wrestling event at St. Louis City, and I thought it would be a good idea to park near Metrolink. And then I hopped on the train, and a, a, a fine young gentleman asked if he could please – give me that 50, if I could please give him that 50 cent that I got from change. And I got right on the train and I vowed to not ride Metrolink again. But I did get, I did get a, a delicious secondhand marijuana high though. So that was good. <laughs> I will, you're making it out to be terrible. I love Metrolink. I've probably been on Metrolink. Hold on a minute. You made me cough. Um, I've probably been on Metrolink literally over a hundred times. I mean, maybe, maybe in your life or this oh, year. Oh no, no, in my life, maybe over. Oh yeah, I maybe lo- over. I used to love Metrolink, Brad. Well, see, the, the the problem is, can I tell you one of my favorite Metrolink stories? Yeah, sure. Uh, this this is a this is going back a ways. My oldest son. We used to go down to, matter of fact, the very first time we did this, we down, went down to Guns and Hoses. You know what that's all about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Guns the and Hoses. And the firefighters. Right. Fundraising. It's it's on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, which supposedly is the, did you ever hear this story that that's the largest bar night in the, in the entire year? You know, it's called Skanksgiving, Brad. Skanksgiving. That's the largest. Because of how the young ladies dress that. Right. That's the largest bar night in the entire, in the entire year. Okay. So they have guns and hoses, which is boxing matches between the firefighters and the police. So knowing that they, it's tough to park around there. My son and I, I said to him, hey, let's just, ride, ride, let's just like ride Metrolink down. So we go to our secret little location. At the time, not a, people, a lot of people knew about it. It's called Umsel South. 
and it's sort of a small parking lot. You cross the, the main UMSL branch there is on the north side of Natural Bridge. Then you go under Natural Bridge, and then you end up at UMSL South. And Used to take it all the time. I know exactly that one. Okay. Not a lot of people there. It's sort of like a hidden gem, okay? So we get on, and the train is full. And we end up at the end of it, standing room only. I mean, but everybody else was seated. We were the first people to get on that was standing room only. So my son get on, uh, son and I get on, and I look around, and I say to him, uh, like, you know, sort of whispering in his ear, Brett, every one of these guys on this train is a cop. And you he, felt very safe. And he looks around, and they're all, you know, all got nice haircut, nicely dressed, and they're all chatting amongst themselves. And I go, everybody on this train is a cop. My son said, are you sure? So the very next station we hit is the St. Charles, the Wellston station right there in St. Charles Rock Road. You know where I'm talking about, right? Yep. Okay. And on, not comes on, like walks on silently, but runs onto the train yelling and screaming and F-bombing left and right about five or six gangbangers. Mm-hmm. So immediately, and they're standing right next to us because it's standing room only. So immediately, the train becomes quiet. No- and guys grab their piece. <laughs> and guys, quietly. And I say to my son, I swear, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. You see the guys putting their hands in their suit pockets and they're, you know. Are they're, you for real? I was just joking. No, I, I mean, seriously. They're putting their hands inside their coat pockets. I'm yeah, going, they're I, ready? I said to my son, I said, son, <laughs> I actually said that. I said, son, if things go bad, hit the deck. And he yeah. looks at me like, Huh? And I said, because we're standing between the cops and the gangbangers, you know? In the crossfire. Right. And they get on the train. When they get on the train, the doors close, and they look around, and they realize, O.S., we are on the wrong train because they realize that these are all... You know, I mean, they. I think they figured out really quick that they're going yeah. down to guns and hoses. It wasn't a typical Metrolink. Right. Uh, it crew. was exactly. It wasn't your typical Metrolink. It was all clean cut police officer type guys. Obviously not in uniforms, but you know, I mean, it's to the point where you can sort of, you know, you can see see certain people in, in like civ- civilian clothes. You can say, oh, that guy's that guy's army. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? The yeah. way their haircut. Yeah, I and, get what you mean. Right. And so, so we go down to the Del Mar station. And these guys, the doors open, and these guys run off the train. They're right off. They want nothing. Because some of the cops might have even recognized Right. Somebody might be out on bail. So immediately, as soon as the doors close, the conversation, these guys in there, you know. And and the one guy guy near me says, I recognize two of them, and they have warrants out for their arrest. You're joking. I I am serious as a heart attack. He says, but we're an off-duty, and we're not getting involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just there to have a good time that night. So then what was interesting was we go there, and my son, you know, and it's like almost all cops. or There's cops and firefighters. So we go to this one place where they're, I don't know if it's there anymore. It's like some kind of a place where you can shoot baskets. I don't know if, I haven't been there in a long time. It's like a bar where they have like basketball hoops, and you can shoot baskets and stuff like that. And all the guys have their like suit coats off and stuff like that, and everybody's packing. Everybody's got a gun on their hip. And my son's looking around like, whoa, look at this. You know, everybody's got a gun. And you know how safe they are. Right, right. It would be like the days at your old radio station, Brad. Wouldn't you have some, some, some men and your, uh, 
at the old station that would just that put their pieces on the on the table. Oh yeah, and just yeah, that was, that was that was Brian Nevis, Brian Nevis, and Dave 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 Bailey. They would come in in the morning and do their talk show and pull their guns out of their pockets and all their all holsters, put them on the table, and and occasionally we have guests come in. And, and I remember this one lady came in with her son, and the lady comes across because I was in the studio across the hall, and she goes, "Do you know they all have guns in there?" And I go, yes, I'm aware of that. She says, and you condone that? I go, you're in the safest place in town. <laughs> and you know what? You added that to the tagline. <laughs> right. And it said, we are the safest station in town. Right, and safest. Brad, we got one minute to go. We got less than that. We've got, less fi- than that. We got 15 seconds. That's all we, we got. We'll see you. We'll see everybody after Christmas, after Christmas then. Have a Merry Christmas, John. I will talk to you on Tuesday the 26th. See you then. It's 8 o'clock.